Welcome to the podcast Friday Top 5. I'm your host, Randy Salo. And I'm Dario Albrecht. Today is Friday, March 12th, and we're going to talk about our top five favorite releases of the week. So stick around. Good morning, Prague fam. Here we are. It's uh, Friday, March 12th, together with my buddy Dario. Hey, Dario, how's it going over there? Doing pretty well, thank you. It was another week of releases. Um, we even had some from the previous weeks that we're still trying to catch up on. And um, it's hard to make a top five list when so many albums come out, right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, well, sometimes we just have no choice but to carry something over from the previous week, as we did last week already with the uh, framing skeletons. And this week is no different. Actually, funny funny thing is that last week we already had a kind of Norwegian battle. Um, and uh, for last week, it was won by the very cool EP, a self-titled debut EP from, from Drött. And, uh, but the other record that was up for a spot, um, I want to um, give a shout out today. Cool. Even though it was was released last week, and that is the new uh, third album from uh, the band called Suburban Savages. Um, it's called Demagogue Days, and it's charming, quirky, and unique. Um, yeah, old school prog rock, um, like only the Norwegians can do it. <laughs> <laughs> And the first single, Iconoclast, um, has that very distinct Gentle Giant vibe, which is very, very cool uh, with the the way the, the vocal melody goes. And, and um, it's, uh, yeah, the, the vocal melody, um, how do you say it? You have you have a piece of vocal melody, and then it uh, then there's an instrumental part, and and they they keep alternating uh, oh, yeah. be, between those two parts. It's it's like was was very very common with uh, when Gentle Giant did their compositions. They 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 did it very similarly. So I see it a little bit as an homage to those prog rock greats, and. Um, yeah, the, in the in the in the title track, "Demagogue Days," <laughs> it's uh, I have a little, um, you know, uh, misheard lyrics uh, nerd thing going on because I keep keep hearing "Demagogue Days" because of Stranger <laughs> Things, you know, the demagogues yeah. in se in season two. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that, um, when the album starts out with with a second. Uh, with the second single um, that was called Aroused and Confused. <laughs> Actually, the first five and a half minutes or so, it 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 it's it doesn't really grab me, but then it opens up and 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 starts being really cool. And and as uh, as it should be for this kind of stuff, the the vintage keyboard sounds are really standing out <laughs> yeah cool 
Um, yeah, so if you're if if you're into vintage prog, uh, suburban savages, Demagogue Days released last week uh, through Apollon Records uh, sh- should be definitely on your list to check out. My my first uh, pick of the week uh, also came out last week, but um, I think there was some confusion about when it was actually going to be released because some of the YouTube clips that we had seen said March 12th, and we had it in our calendar for March 12th, but it actually dropped on March 5th. It's another album from Pelagic Records, and I feel like every week that Pelagic releases something, <laughs> I want to talk about it. <laughs> so uh, it's a really great record label. They re- release a lot of very cool... Yeah, post metal stuff. And today, um, or last Friday, they released uh, Soms' new al- new EP, I should say, Aw- Awake, it's called. So not to be confused with the Dream Theater album of the same <laughs> title. Uh, very different sounding than Dream Theater. Um, but apparently, so during 2020, the band was supposed to get together in the studio, but because of the lockdown, they had to record everything remotely, and they decided to create an EP instead. And the music, um, they describe it as heavy dream pop, but it's definitely like, um, yeah, post-metal with some some cool electronic sounds, some shoegaze elements, but some poppy vocals. Like, there, there's some reminiscence, I think, of like 90s pop and, and, and rock and, and grunge uh, in the vocal department. The vocals are also really processed, pro- processed. Um, you know, with a lot of effects and stuff like that and makes for a very cool, like lumbering, dreamy sound that's also very heavy um, and, yeah, pop-oriented. Um, but I wanted to just make a quick note. Uh, you should definitely check out the record. Uh, it, it's, I think, six tracks and uh, it's quite it's quite a nice listen. But uh, one of the things they mentioned in their press release that the band is has like um, a philosophy about you know bringing good stuff into the world and leaving behind good things, and they put a couple of notes in here that I thought I would share. That um, they wrote, um, despite being recorded in quarantine, the EP was mixed by Will at his own Radar Studio in Connecticut, which is New England's first solar-powered recording facility. Uh, Mike and Joel, meanwhile, spent 2020 sustaining an urban farm in New York City, while Justin distributed vegan food to Black Lives Matter activists in Denver through the summer, and uh, Duncan, who now uses his production experience to host emotional fluency events for men. Uh, While many artists lumbered in inactivity, some used the darkness of recent times to create and heal. Um, So that, for me, kind of adds something to the album as well. Wow. I mean, I know it's outside their lives, and I know a lot of people on the internet would be like, stick to music, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Which is always kind of annoying because nobody's just a single dimension being, right? Um, Yeah. But that, for me, uh, actually adds something to the listening experience. Yeah. um, I just, like, quick quick note on the music. I checked out uh, one single, I think, and what I wrote down was soothing post-rock and ethereal vocal layers. Mm, yeah. uh, but but now that you bring up a little bit of their background, it, it, it really um, yeah, it really makes me want to listen to the music just just 
just even even more. Yeah, um, I mean, musically, they it is from uh, current and former members of Constance, Junius, and uh, Caspian, who's of course a very well known Grammy nominated uh, post rock band. So you definitely have post rock shoegaze in all of its glory, but but with <laughs> vocals. So there's there's songs. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and 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 with uh, with with pelagic records, what else could you expect? <laughs> They're exactly. they're uh, they're kind of, they're to post rock and post metal what the artisan era is to de- tech death metal. <laughs> Absolutely, cool. What's your next pick for the week? Um, yeah, actually, um, my next pick was released as far as I know already yesterday, so March tenth, and it comes from Finland. Um, but um, the young lady who's the star of this ep with a very very irish name i'm i'm not really prepared to pronounce i have to say maybe maybe you can help me there i don't know <laughs> if you uh, i have no idea <laughs> uh ryan uh r i o g h a n um but she's located in Finland, and the EP Blackened Sky, I think it's her solo um, debut EP, is released through Finnish Inverse Records. And it's a neat little EP, um, as the the promo text says that she's she's like she started out as a as a as a poet and lyrics writer, and then she teamed up with some songwriters to to make make music. And um, the EP is very, very diverse. The four tracks on it. The, the first track, Hollowness, is is very slow, dark, and um, electronic. Um, and it has like a little little prog Easter egg because she, if I heard the lyrics correctly this time, she's singing Beneath the Mire. <laughs> I heard that too. And as soon as you I was like, Opeth point. Yeah, that was awesome. It's funny I heard the same, the same line and I was like, anybody, anytime anybody uses the word Mire in a song, I'm like, Opeth reference. And in this one, of course, it was Beneath the Mire. Just like, um, Haken did on their last record too. They yeah, mentioned yeah. the Meyer, you know. Yeah, excellent. Exactly. <laughs> um, but the, the actually the second track is the only like full full band track of of, of the EP. Uh, tracks three and four are um, more pop, dream poppy, and 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 still dark, but but uh, with an electronic and you know orchestral synth patches. Um, kind of dark. Uh, so the second uh, track, Enough, is uh, very, very proggy, heavy, and uh, yeah, toolish, hmm. and 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 uh, showcases a much grittier side also in her vocals. Um, and um, yeah, talking about this uh, talented artist, um. I was also reminded that on Monday we had International Women's Day, um, so so it's cool, very cool to have a new release uh, fronted by by a very uh, uh, cool female artist mm. um, making her first steps into the music world, and and hopefully you guys out there will listen to what she has to say <laughs> um, musically. Because I think it's a yeah, it's it's a really cool, cool little EP, and I'm I'm curious what she's 
gonna come up next with. Um, I read in the her press notes that she was still working on forming the live band, and I actually wondered, like, with some of the singles, I didn't hear the whole thing like you did, but with some of the singles, I wondered how they would do them live because, yeah, they have this sort of cinematic, you know, orchestral kind of sound to them as well. So, yeah, it remains to be seen. <laughs> um, one little note tying in with my first um, pick of the week. Suburban Savages. I just checked out their their Spotify, and they also uh, did a little Spotify playlist for International Women's Day uh, with uh, a very very cool selection of um, bands and projects and music uh, by and with. Uh, female musicians and, and artists, uh, which is very, very cool. And I'm, I'm, there, there were some known bands and projects in there, like Björk and mm. uh, also our new favorites of Mir, mm -hmm. um, also from Norway, of course. But a lot of, a lot of the, the, the bands and, and, and projects were unknown to me. So that could be a cool thing to check out. Definitely. All right, um, for my next release, I also have another thing that's kind of noisy. Um, this time um, from Season of Mist, this is a record that actually does come out today, the 12th of March. <laughs> Breaking the mold here. Um, I'm probably going to mess up the names uh, with, with, with these guys, but uh, Altark, Autark, maybe, um, is releasing their debut album uh, called Form in Motion. And this is um, a band that was formed from Michelle Ninhuis from the band Dodecahedron. Yes. Whole, whole lots of, uh, of pronunciations for me today. But, um, <laughs> and that, that was also a band that released two albums on, on Season of Mist. And they were definitely more like death metal, black metal, very extreme so I think this band, Altark, is, is sort of an evolution of that sound, and I don't want to use the term industrial because that has a certain connotation to it, but there is a lot more yeah, synthetic electronic sounds on here. And in their press notes, they even um, suggest that there's an IDM style, which is, uh, I had to look that up because I know EDM, but IDM I didn't really know, and according to Wikipedia, it's intelligent dance music. Um, which is a style of electronic music originating in the early 90s that is regarded as cerebral and better suited to home listening to dancing, <laughs> um, which is kind of interesting. So, yeah, I mean, they, they also mention this, but you definitely hear some reminiscence to bands like Aphex Twin. And um, there's, you know, the, the same sort of screaming and, and heavy guitars and uh, semi-clean harmonies that we heard on... Uh, dodecahedron but now with a more yeah electronic rhythm section i guess um you know electronic drums um um yeah programmed drum sounds but then a lot of um ambient cinematic moments it's like very very dark obviously and very extreme yeah so i mean i i find that um yeah, a, a really fascinating release and not maybe a music style that I listen to all the time. But um, when we were listening to the releases of this week, that was something that 
although it's very extreme, it has a I think a unique quality to it. I'm I'm fully with you uh, on on all aspects that you said. Actually, uh, let me get a little bit of uh, insight into dodecahedron uh, as well, because uh, that that is the main difference uh, to dodecahedron. This uh, electronic uh, um, rhythm section, so to speak. And um, the reason why I know Dodecahedron and uh, also listened to to their stuff back when they they, they released their albums, uh, their I think they they have two albums out, was actually the drummer uh, Jesper mm. Barendrecht, um, who also um, used to play with Our Oceans and who I got to know uh, substituting. Uh, st- um, Steph uh, within within Exivius uh, oh, okay. when they when they when they played the Generation Prague uh, festival. Yeah, I think I left uh, that out, but they're from Tilburg, Netherlands. Um, so I think yeah, there's maybe some more connections. Yeah, there. so so um, uh, Jasper's drum performance was drawing me to the extremeness of Dodecahedron, which uh, which uh, w- would have been usually I would still shy away from that level of ex- extremity <laughs> <laughs> um but but still uh, yours bonus and and michelle nin who's um the, so that's where i know these names from and yeah. um i i had the same feeling listening to to the autark stuff that that it is very industrial, but not in the in a four four sense of you know. Yeah. When you think of industrial, you know, I don't know Rammstein or, or like these Nine very very marching sounds and and but but Ortark is very very progressive, um, and um, yeah, very very um, intriguing stuff. Um, very dark, very heavy, and and. Yeah, but whenever this this the, these melodies come in, or or this, it's more harmonies actually. Um, it's 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 getting something epic and and, and grandiose. Um, yeah, it's very cinematic. I think uh, soundscapey and cinematic. So I think it's like dodecahedron, but like in a movie. You know what I mean? Like it has this <laughs> this yeah, uh, yeah soundtrack kind of quality to it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cinematic, there's one pick left, and it's it's kind of the the maybe the biggest release of all the releases we're talking today. Um, maybe also because it's yeah the most um, it, it's it's a traditional prog metal album, and it's it's uh, released on Frontiers Music, so that's a big label, obviously, mm-hmm. and it's a, from a band that we featured before here on the. Procast. It's of course Turbulence from Lebanon. They are finally releasing their um, second album, their sophomore album, Frontal, and it's it's cinematic in its storytelling as it 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 is picking up that um, also Stranger Things reference more <laughs> or less uh, the story of Phineas Gage who had a had a metal rod driven through his skull. And through his frontal lobe, <laughs> right, um, and, and it changed his personality, right? Yes, this. and and they they are telling this story uh, with their um, unique brand of 
traditional prog metal with their own flavors and like um my good friend Matt Spall who's known as the man of much metal uh go check his out his website he's writing excellent reviews and he's very very prolific and like it, this guy is really a machine and 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 covers a little bit more than just the prog stuff he's also uh into melodic death metal and and more traditional power metal for example um he just released uh he, he published his review and uh he said that uh, when he listened to Frontal, he uh, could hear that they are they have both one one foot in the past, so to speak, in this traditional dream theater style, um, but also embracing the the current trends, um, and uh, they do so um, skillfully and and also um, with with melodies that might not catch you on first listen but uh, they will grab you with continuous listens all the more <laughs> <laughs> one little funny uh connection um to the artok album is that one of the first singles was called turbulence uh, i kept like <laughs> confusing that the track turbulence from them with the band turbulence <laughs> ah yes i think i i i saw that too and 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 had to chuckle. So we have all kinds of cross-references today, which is very cool. And uh, five very, very different releases, a really eclectic uh, mix of styles again. Um, so hopefully there's something to everyone's tastes. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm really curious what next week will bring. Yeah, and uh, for those of you listening at home, be sure and check out Last Monday's episode with Carmen Jaka that Dario uh, interviewed the guys from Sweden about their new record. And uh, on the yesterday's episode of the podcast, I interviewed Victor from Dune about their new record, which comes out next Friday. And I'm sure that'll be oh, featured yes. on the Friday Top 5 as well. Um, but uh, yeah, check those two out. If you like the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen. Subscribe. Tell your friends about it. I'll leave Dario with the last word. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your loved ones. And listen to great music. Maybe one of those five releases that we just recommended. Progcast is a Stuist Media podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Progcast Podcast. To learn more about Stuist Media, check out stuistmedia.com. Progcast is hosted and produced by Dario Albrecht and myself, Randy M. Salo, and is co-produced by Janine Stengel-Lewis and Blake Lewis. Our theme music is by This Is Not An Elephant. New episodes of Progcast drop every Monday and Thursday. And don't miss our Friday Top 5 episode where we discuss our favorite albums that drop that week. See you next time, Prog fam. <laughs>